Welcome into America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Thanks for joining us here on America's Retirement Headquarters with Nolan Baker and Scott Kirshner, America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. My name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out to the show, 419-909-3319. That is 419-909-3319. Online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. On today's show, we're going to find out how we can prepare for the possibility of higher taxes from the new Biden administration. But first, let me check in with the guys, Nolan and Scott. How are we doing this week? We're doing really good. It's uh, great to be here. You know, got another great show lined up for you. Going to be talking about taxes and some other great ideas with the market, the economies, giving you some insights, and of course, uh, always helpful information. You ever need to recap on the things and items that we're talking about, Chris, as you mentioned, online at America's Retirement Headquarters. And of course, be sure to check us out on YouTube where you can see all our how-to series and investor education that we have. Yeah, we're doing great. Looking forward to the show. Kind of got a, we're in a, a new studio, so it's an exciting time for us here. There's a lot to be excited about right now, absolutely. And again, if you've missed uh, previous shows, don't forget you can also catch them uh, whatever your podcatcher of choice is, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, just search for America's Retirement Headquarters. But let's get into this show right here. Uh, if you have some of your retirement funds in stocks, you might be a little bit worried. We've been seeing the markets climb higher, but we also keep hearing that the economy is weak. And that's why Fox Business asked economist Mohammed El Aryan if we should stay in the market or get out. And here's what he said. So first, this is the biggest disconnect I've ever seen, and I could have never imagined that the markets could be so disconnected. It is a bubble because it's unrelated to fundamentals, but it's rational because it depends on all these injections of liquidity. Look, I tell people it depends on how comfortable you feel with a rational bubble. That is what you're investing in right now. And if you feel comfortable, go right ahead. Serve the wave for as long as it's lost. Just make sure you get off it. I got to be honest, guys. He doesn't paint a very pretty picture there. Get off it when? What do you think? Let's give our listeners some tips on how to protect the, the recent profits that they may have seen. Yeah, great question. And, you know, it's about before the bubble burst, right? So if you think about throwing bubbles around in the backyard as a kid, a lot of fun. And they sometimes you can predict when they're going to burst when they hit the ground. Other times they just burst midair. And we can see that happen all the time within the stock market. I think, again, one of the key takeaways if you're listening today is make sure you understand where the risk and the bombs are within your portfolio that could burst and then be able to address those. How specifically can you do that? One of the softwares that we highlight is a software program called Riskalyze. What a Riskalyze allows investors to do is look at their portfolio as a whole, but also you can look at individual accounts or individual holdings to determine where maybe some of the biggest risks are. So if you haven't checked out that software yet, of course, you can get a hold of our office. We do use that software, or uh, you can look at it online. Also, if you want more specifics, again, today's show, we try to cram a lot of great information and give you a, a couple of specific ideas. But we do also have an economic summit that's coming up February 17th. We have a live in-person 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. session. We also make that session available virtually, again, on our YouTube channel at americasretirementheadquarters.com. 
But since I've been doing this, you know, over 25 years now, we've seen some of these bubbles happen before. Of course, you know, if you think about things like the 2000.com crash or what happened in 2008, we are starting to see some of these trends develop. I would agree that there is a potential bubble that's out there. If you look at like the tech sector, uh, what's happening with electronic vehicle stocks, cryptocurrency, these are areas that are mimicking some of the bubbles of what we see from the previous era as well. One of the probably most dangerous things an investor can do, Scott, is think this time it's different. Right, right. You know, Nolan, don't you think that a lot of diversity could be better than the high performance? You know, back in the 2000 bubble burst, you know, you had a lot of people that were riding that wave, so to speak, and they were really hit when that burst because they were in those segments they had maybe the old cliche all of their eggs in one basket and when you do that the potential is enormous for high returns but you're also putting you at risk when that bubble does burst yeah you know a couple of key takeaways if you're listening there is one of the areas that you talk about is diversification so if we go back to that 2000 time frame there were probably a lot of investors who felt they were diversified you know i think they said well i own 10 funds so i've got to be diversified but ultimately if all your funds own the same thing is it really diversification the website Morningstar.com is another good website that allows an investor to do an analysis of their portfolio. And you can look for something called style drift or overlap. Okay. You know, so what happened in the 2000s is the 10 mutual funds ultimately owned a lot of the same things. And so they felt they were diversified, but in reality, had they done a style drift or an overlap analysis, they would have found out that they owned a lot of the same things. If we flash forward to today, what we can see is that you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it oftentimes rhymes. Looking at an example of, let's say, the S&P 500 index, if you take the top five largest stocks in the S&P 500 index, they represent an overwhelming majority of the total percentage of the S&P. So again, an investor might think, well, I own the S&P, so I'm diversified among 500 companies. But again, if only five stocks represents a, a big total weight of the S&P, the question is, is are you diversified? And that's the segment. And you know, that, that segment, that top five, is where you're going to be heavily invested and the potential is enormous if that bubble bursts. And that's what a lot of people, they realized those losses during that bubble burst and really had, you know, one of the things it did was it put off a lot of retirements for some people. You know, you, you're banking on that. And when you lose a significant amount of your investment, that's going to impact several different areas of your life, retirement being one, healthcare. We talk about how healthcare plays into your investments and retirement and things like that. And when that bubble bursts, if you're not prepared, you've got to make sure you're diversified or you could lose a lot. Yeah. So here we are, you know, investing at the market high. There's, if you break that down further, there's even two categories or two strategies that those of you that are listening can decide which one is right for you. You either go on the offense or you could go on the defense. And we'll give you a couple of specific examples of things that you can implement depending upon where you're at. You know, both my kids, we play hockey. We played lots of games and uh, enjoy going to their games. And 
you know, there's also within hockey, there's different strategies that there's times to go on the offense and there's times to go on the defense. That's right. You know, when you're uh, in different scenarios and whatever sport maybe you played that if you're listening, you grew up on, uh, those can be areas to consider too. So if we look at the offense, the key things that people talk about is number one, don't fight the Fed. So if we look at like in 2020, we had massive rallies in the market and it was in really because of the economy was boosted by so much stimulus money. Sure. Now, again, with the administration change and now, you know, a Biden presidency, the the trend is that there's going to be continued stimulus money. So there could be rationale and there could be reasons that short term the market is going to continue to have some major growth. So if you want to get behind that growth and you're looking at momentum, the trend could be your friend with looking at it. So if you're looking at the market and you're looking at how do I determine when does that trend fall off? You know, one of the areas that we look at is an in investing is looking at what is called the moving averages of the market. So using different moving averages, whether it's the 50 day or the 200 day moving average, as long as the market or your investment is above that moving average, that means that the momentum oftentimes is still behind that investment. So a couple of key takeaways there going on offense is, again, the trend can be your friend. The markets, you know, have some relative strength right now. You can continue to catch that momentum. Going on defense, it, it goes back to your first statement that you talked about. One of the strategies is diversification. You know, going on defense would be to take some profits off the table. Sure. It's okay. And as you point out, that probably becomes even more and more important as you're close to or in retirement time. You know, so somebody who's in their 25s or 30s, I wouldn't say worry so much about your retirement account. Not to say that it doesn't, you know, still hurt and feel bad when the market goes down, but you get to buy more versus that person in retirement time. Yeah, you've got that time to recover if you do lose a significant chunk of your uh, investments at 25, 30 years old, you still have a good 30, 35 years to work to recover. But if you're 60 years old and you lose a significant chunk of your investments, you don't have that time. You're not going to recover like you would anticipate. I would agree. And, you know, not only taking profits off the table, if you want to continue on that momentum, but something else that you could do is use what's called trailing stop losses is another idea to create a clear exit strategy. There's different investment products, what are called like buffer ETS, which have gained a lot of popularity, something to become educated about, which could allow you to be able to put some of the potential losses to another investor over a certain time frame. So great strategies. So again, the question is, is those of you that are listening, uh, do you have a strategy when to sell and uh, making sure that you uh, pay attention to it? The other key takeaway, since I know we're coming up on a break, is be careful not to allow your emotions to get involved. You know, the fear of missing out is one of those areas that really can kind of catch you off guard. Cryptocurrency has been a hot topic. Uh, I saw a post I think we talked about recently that somebody talked about, you know, their predictions on cryptocurrency, and it was put out by somebody who wasn't even in the field of finances, right? <laughs> right. So anybody can post anything on Reddit or Facebook, but uh, you've got to get advice from people that maybe specialize and focus in that area. And again, that's where America's Retirement Headquarters comes into play, home of the Retirement Guys formula. 
and America's Medicare Associates to sit down and speak with them. Just pick up the phone. Give a call, 419-909-3319. You guys mentioned history earlier and referencing 2000, 2001, 2007, 2008. You know, the saying goes, those who cannot remember the past, they're condemned to repeat it. Hopefully, the housing bubble won't happen again. The, the tech bubble won't happen again. But the markets will go up and down. The catalysts are going to be different, and we're all older and wiser presumably wiser uh, than we were in 2007, 2008, and a little closer to retirement. And you don't want another market correction, another bubble to to jeopardize the ability to retire or the overall quality of retirement. Maybe shift into a little bit more of a defensive formation as you get closer and closer to, to the finish line here. Pick up the phone, give a call, schedule a time to speak with America's Retirement Headquarters, 419-909-3319, and online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. But are we in for a tax hike under the Biden administration? When we come back, we're going to find out if there's anything you can do now to protect yourself from that possibility. You've heard about compounding interest, your money growing over time. Albert Einstein called it the eighth wonder of the world. But as your money compounds, so does your tax bill on that money. And if no one has ever talked with you about compounding taxes, you should talk to someone who will. Nolan Baker and the team at America's Retirement Headquarters understand the big picture and can handle the areas of your finances in the most tax-efficient manner legally possible. In addition, Nolan is a fiduciary and has a legal responsibility to do what's in your best interest. If you're serious about the IRS getting as little of your IRA as possible in retirement, call 419-909-3319 to receive your complimentary tax roadmap. Why save all this money only to give a huge chunk of it back to Uncle Sam? You have better plans for it, don't you? 419-909-3319 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. I thought for sure you guys were going to sing in there. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. really think about it. <laughs> the Songwriters <laughs> Hall of Fame. He's had 10 number one hits and sold more than 100 million records. We want to wish the very great Neil Diamond a very happy birthday, celebrating his 80th birthday this week. And we, we want to welcome you guys back to America's Retirement Headquarters. 419-909-3319 is the number. 419-909-3319. And online, americasretirementheadquarters.com. You can add IRA expert Ed Slot to the growing list of people who are expecting some kind of tax hike this year. He told Morningstar that's why he is such a big fan when it comes to Roth conversions. I had a guy and he said, Ed, I was at your program 10 years ago in Las Vegas and you said the same thing then. Tax rates are going to go way up. Well, it turned out they didn't. You were wrong. And you told everybody to convert to a Roth IRA. What do you say now? I say, well, if you had listened to me 10 years ago, all of those gains for the last 10 years in the market would have been tax-free in the Roth. Let's say I'm wrong about everything. You lock in a 0% rate. You can't beat a 0% tax rate. So that's your worst case scenario. So anytime you can lock in anything that low, it pays to do it. I think the phrase is uh, zero is your hero. Even in that case where he was quote unquote wrong, he still ended up being kind of right. What do you think? Is a Roth conversion something we should look at? Or are there other strategies that might help reduce overall tax liabilities? Extremely powerful to consider, you know, ways to reduce your taxes and minimize your taxes down. I'll give you a couple tips there. But uh, prior to the break and coming back from the break, uh, I just did want to mention Sweet Caroline. We were a little <laughs> rocket rolling back over here. One of the little known facts that a lot of people that are listening may not know is with the boys' youth hockey, uh, both for Anthony Wayne High School and also for the Cherokee travel team, my official job is the head DJ for the music I play during the game oh, yeah. for penalties and songs. And 
It doesn't matter if we're winning or losing. If I throw a sweet Caroline on, everybody's feeling good and uh, bopping along. Always a crowd time. pleaser for sure. Absolutely. So it is. Yeah, it's... we're doing a little dancing in our seats here, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, every time that song comes on, everybody knows the bomb, bomb, bomb. So we were talking, you were mentioning Ed Slot, and Ed Slot's got some great information. Certainly encourage everybody to check out uh, Ed Slot's uh, website. And talking about tax savings ideas. And folks, I got to ask you, you know, if you're listening today, whether it's a Biden presidency or whatever the case happens to be. First of all, let's look at some of the facts. The facts, in my opinion, they really speak for themselves. One of those sites that you, I would encourage you to take a look at is usdebtclock.org. On usdebtclock.org, as of the date of this show, again, January 2021, what we can see is the national debt is quickly approaching $30 trillion. Now, one of the ways that you could pay off the national debt is we could go back to the taxpayers. That bill would be $222,191 as of the date of this recording per taxpayer. And what's interesting about that, Scott, is if you think about it, I said taxpayer. Because on average, about 50% of the people who are eligible to pay taxes actually don't pay taxes. Exactly. You know, not every household has everybody in the household as a taxpayer. I did say for years I've been talking about the debt problem, but I did used to say, you know, my kids didn't even have a job yet, but they actually, my oldest does work here for the company and my youngest has also had his first job too. If we look at the debt per citizen, so we take every, again, man, women, and child, and we divided that up by everybody, that's $84,033 per citizen just to pay off the national debt. And what that doesn't include is that doesn't include some of the problems that we face, like the unfunded liabilities, like the fact that Social Security is going broke, Medicare is going broke. Again, more and more programs that are, quote, free money that are going to become available. This is a major, major problem that I think that we need to deal with. And I could spend the rest of the show just talking about the out-of-control spending our government has done. The reality is, is you and I listening, you know, we have no control what the administration does. Mm -hmm. We can't do anything except go out and vote. But what you can do is you can focus on your own situation. So let's give you a couple of specific tips to talk about what you can do to kind of control your taxes. The first thing that I think you have to ask yourself for those of you that are listening is you have to look at your family situation and you have to decide whether you believe that your family's tax rates will be higher or lower in the future with the unfunded liabilities. If you believe higher, then that's where it makes a lot of sense to look at some of the things like Ed Slot was talking about with Roth conversions. It makes sense to look at things like, you know, the value of life insurance for some of the tax benefits that you could get or or tax-free municipal bonds. But one way is in the first segment we talked about stock market highs and how the fact that History doesn't always repeat itself, but it oftentimes rhymes. This can become true, I would also say, when you're looking at the history of federal tax brackets. So, Scott, since you're on the show and I can kind of pick on you and you're sitting next to me, let's look at that. Let's look at an example of the history of tax brackets. So, again, if you want to see what the history of tax brackets is, stop over at our website, America's Retirement Headquarters, on the blog. We have this posted on the right-hand side. You can check it out. But just pick a year, any year that you want. I tell you what, I love the 80s. Let's do 1984. All right, 1984 was definitely a good year. So if we go back 
And we look at the year 1984. Wow, there was quite a few tax brackets in 1984. So you had a 0% tax bracket uh, for a married couple filing jointly up to about $3,400. And the tax bracket went as high as 50% for anybody over $162,400. So tax brackets, using your example of 1984, were as high as 50%. So again, 1984, uh, tax brackets were a lot 50%. higher. 50%. Yeah. Wow. So 1984, how old were you? Well, yeah, I've got a birthday coming up here in uh, uh, actually well, a week So and why a half. did that year jump out at you then? You know why? I love the 80s. Let's see, I was 22 in 1984. Uh, love the 80s. Uh, recently graduated, started my first job. And uh, I was not in that 50% tax bracket with my first job. But you know what? I thought the 80s, there were a lot of new things that hit the markets in the 80s from technology. And, and uh, you know, they built on a lot of those things that made them better. But you know what? I just I thought the 80s was a great era, a great time. I loved it. Loved the music, too. Yeah, so the taxes didn't have a big impact on you. You said you're starting your first job. So where, where the issue comes into play is, again, if you're going to pay off this debt, one of the areas that could be a big concern is for retirees. You know, retirees already face a double taxation when you take into consideration the taxation they pay on their Social Security benefits. Sure. But over and above that, if you think about it, a retiree's biggest or second biggest asset is typically their retirement account. And that really could be the crosshairs of where higher taxes are going to come. Because, again, at age 72, with required minimum distributions, ultimately when people pass away and leave money to loved ones, those are the times that some of these bombs go off. But these bombs can go off while you're alive. But again, going back to there are things that you can do. So one of the things that you can do is each and every year, I think it's important that you have and create a tax roadmap. Now, I'm not saying get together with your accountant in tax time and filing your taxes. That is just preparing history for what happened last year. But again, proactively taking time to take a look at what you can do this year to lower your taxes. Again, being the fact that we're a little bit limited on time, if you want to take a look at more information about tax strategies using the tax roadmap, go to the website www.2020taxroadmap. That's www.2020taxroadmap. It'll talk to you about some of those ideas and the tax brackets on how to take a look at reducing your taxes. But again, Roth conversions could be a good strategy. Sometimes people, if the legacy or protecting their spouse is a bigger concern, we do something called like a life leverage plan where we look to try to detaxify their retirement account. So you could take some type of systematic withdrawal out of that retirement account, shift the money over into a vehicle like life insurance, which you know for hundreds of years have been used to be a tax-efficient vehicle to protect your spouse you know, for a loss of income or to pass assets on to uh, your family and loved ones. I would expect to probably see some changes regarding the limitations, you know, what people can do in their estate plan. And I think that's another area this administration could take under attack is uh, being able to transfer as much money to the next generation without trying to go after kind of a money grab there, too. No, and you mentioned life insurance, and that's something that I know uh, actually been selling life insurance for 26 years. But that's a great point. The investments grow without tax and the death benefits are paid tax-free. So that's a piece of that investment pie, so to speak. It's not the whole pie. That's where we talked about diversification, but it is part of the investment vehicle you can use. And it is also a way 
to help offset some of those taxes if the, the rates do go up. Yeah, you know, and those of you that are still working, maybe if you do feel that your income is going to be significantly lower in a couple of years when you retire, it does kind of, in those cases, make sense where you could continue to max out your company-sponsored retirement plan or, uh, you know, a traditional IRA vehicle. If you, again, feel that your income is going to go down in the future when you retire, also, things like non-qualified accounts, so if you have regular investment accounts, taking a look at the, your capital gains, your capital losses, ways to defer capital gains maybe until the future year. That is another area that is probably a hot topic with this administration is the change in the rates that capital gains get taxed. Um, looks like they're probably going to consider ideas on how to increase taxes over there. So you do have to watch some of the trading and activity of your portfolio. Of course, maybe shoring up a little bit more strength in your portfolio, where we had talked in the first segment about the market high, things like considering uh, tax-exempt municipals, maybe a little more conservative than equities, an area, again, where you could kind of get two bangs for your buck as far as protections and profits, diversifying, and maybe getting into a vehicle that could provide some additional tax benefits for you. And those of you that are self-employed, uh, we've got tons of segments and ideas with our retirement plan services group that our certified financial planner, Chaz Price, heads up. So if you're a small business owner, there's just a wealth of information through our small business checklist that we can help with. So hopefully you got some good ideas. And the, I guess the key takeaway there is, number one, get a tax roadmap done for 2021. Sit down and have that analysis done to determine what are the ideas and strategies you can implement and take control of in your own family situation this year to help minimize the taxes, not only for 2021, but for the rest of your family's lifetime. You know, Nolan, I would just add one thing quickly. I know we're wrapping up the show here, but another tax advantage would be with the Biden administration, I know they're all for the Affordable Care Act, but a health savings account, I highly encourage you to learn more about health savings accounts. It's a vehicle that you can put money into that account tax-free and use it for health benefits uh, on a uh, tax-free basis. So. HSAs, I love them. I know a lot about them. I've been working with them for a long time. That is another very, very valuable tool to uh, help offset your taxes. It's a very valuable conversation to have, I think, figuring out whether a Roth conversion would be advantageous to you, whether putting money into a health savings account would be advantageous to you, to figure out the ins and outs and how to make it work for your retirement plan, your entire retirement plan. Uh, all you have to do is pick up the phone, give a call, 419-909-3319. Schedule a time to come in and speak with America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. You can also go online, get your tax roadmap done at 2020taxroadmap.com. You can always find us online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. As always, we appreciate you joining us. Hope you have an excellent remainder of your week. And Nolan Scott, before we wrap up the show, I want to leave you guys with the final word. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And please reach out. You have any questions, we're here for you. And have a great rest of your weekend and a great week. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-909-3319 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.